0: I had a villager today that was like, "Oh, are you you traveling through?" And I was like, "I've lived here for years." And I was, like, "Yeah, I'm going to I
1: this. own a home here. <laughs> I'm a homeowner in the city of Hateno. Can you all just, yeah. yeah, it's true. It's, you say that like...
0: way better than we pronounce it, Hateno. Hateno. We call it hotno. Hateno. <laughs> Hot I don't know. It's Hateno. I think, but a Hateno um, sounds. I mean, Hotno sounds really Japanese, but Hateno, hateno, hateno. sounds. Way better. <laughs> potato. Otano, potato. potato, potato, potato.
2: Potato, tomato, <laughs> potato, tomato. Okay. Your lack like of faith is disturbing. Believe it. Okay.
0: <laughs> What's going on, geeks? You're listening to episode 348 of the Geeks of podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. Yo! And Shelly Nolan. Hello! This week, we're geeking out about fighting games, movie reboots, and action officers, which is apparently a a position... It's a cool job. Uh, that sounds
2: a job like a sound cool. job title we'll, we'll in
1: talk world to me. Y-
0: yeah! <laughs> yeah. I, I've i never heard of... I like CAO. That sounds cool. Never heard of an action officer. It feels like an off-brand power like, right I'm though. a CAO. What's that? Action officer action officer. Like, Power Rangers, and then, like, the great value would be Yes, action, action officers.
1: officers. <laughs> Defense officer, action officer, offense officer. You know, it just goes on.
0: Go, go, action officers. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a goofy mood today. We're gonna go into uh, the games that we've been playing. Still playing Zelda. Shelly, I think you are probably, too. Me, oh, too. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> and LJ, LJ's playing Zelda, I'm too. I'm playing Ocarina Technically, 5. LJ, let's we'll let you lead with that go ahead i was just just
2: messing but i'm playing ocarina of time (laughs) it's been fun i'm i'm streaming it so it's been like cool to just like what are you playing it on uh the switch online stuff okay um it's nice because like i remember like all the beginning like most i remember at least like the first two dungeons and like the whole castle scene almost by heart so like i just Mm -hmm. literally just got through that whole like weird stealth section like without flaw like it was just like I'm like wow. It was it's been fun to know how much it is ingrained into my memory.
0: Um, yeah. yeah, I yeah. I played Ocarina of Time and then immediately played Master Quest on the GameCube. Nice. Uh, oh. It was the first time I played. It. I think it's the first game I beat. The Master Quest ever. totally like throws me That's off,
2: cool. like in in a good way though, because it's different. You know, like they th- they change yeah. things around.
0: Master Quest I had to play twice. Uh, my first playthrough I don't know. I don't remember what i did but something with the scarecrow mm. and i got locked to a point where i couldn't like move forward in the game
2: oh i bet you that gamecube disc is like super expensive
0: i, th- I might still have it i don't know it's probably very scratched it's not <laughs> it in pretty conditioned but
2: um no but i'm enjoying ocarina of time it's been fun to play through again um i mean y'all can awesome. y'all can go ahead and talk about breath of the wild if you want and like
0: yeah, I mean, there's not a whole not lot more to add for me. Tears of the Kingdom, sorry. Uh, sorry. I got all the towers, <laughs> and so now I'm uh, just kind of... I'm doing much more of the exploring now. <laughs> uh, my wife's the other way around. She would, like, explore a place and then get that tower and then go to the next thing. And uh, that's been really cool to see, kind of, the different play styles that we have. Mm. And I think she plays better than I do. She's got way more items I did so much exploring I before I ever
2: did any Divine Beast stuff in Breath of the Wild.
0: So I haven't done any, whatever the divine beasts are in this game, the dungeons, I guess. Um, I haven't done any of that yet. I'm just, I just went after the towers and then I went straight to the castle uh, because there was something that I read that I wanted there. So I just kind of (laughs) went in and got a bunch of like overpowered stuff, but the problem with the overpowered stuff is that it breaks easily. So I don't have a lot of the overpowered stuff still.
1: Yeah, that's kind of... The, they, they I was wondering in the beginning game how they're going to, like, balance with, like, the fact they could fuse these weapons. I'm like, oh, they gotta make a balance somehow, and they do, but just the fact that they break so much quicker in the first game. They already felt like they broke really quickly in the first game, so it's kind of, like,
0: ooh. Kind of hard mm-hmm. to deal with wow. sometimes. The one thing I'm really kind of confused about, too, is the... So, in the first game, you can have these, like, sapphires and rubies and, like, it's topaz. Yeah. And so... Obviously, you can fuse anything in this game, um, but they're worth so much that I can't imagine fusing. Like, it gives the like, two today. property, and that's cool. Loki.
1: Huh? I just fused two today. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I did. They are worth a lot, Was though. It... I did it, yeah, it these Special. Seems... There's these special items, though, that are, like, meant for the gems. So, like, I only okay. do it with those. They're, like, magic wands,
0: essentially. So, oh. I'm, but like... But they're, like, levels... Like, the power level of seven, right? Like, they're real...
1: Yeah, but oh. they do, they're really effective at that ability. And it's they're really easy to, okay. they're good to have on hand. But I, yeah, I uh, it's still not necessarily worth it per se. I just cause it was like, oh, I'll mm-hmm. just do it because I have them on hand and I don't necessarily need to sell them. But yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I just like if they were like a 20 or something. But I think that kind of makes sense too. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, if you hit someone with a wand it's not going to do as much damage as, like, the actual magic coming from it.
1: There's a lot of, like, elemental... I mean, even in the first game, there's, like, elemental sort of advantages and disadvantages. And that's definitely still a thing in this Mm -hmm. game, too. So it's really nice to... Even for me, having just, like, a fire wand on hand is so helpful. Because if Mm -hmm. I run into um, a fire or, like, need to start a fire, I don't want to take out flint. I'm just lazy. So I'm like, oh, I'll just do this (laughs) instead. Or, like, those trees that can, like, run at you, like, catching them on fire. Like, there's a lot of enemies that are weak to fire. Um, so, like, just catching them on fire is really helpful. But yeah, I'm
0: terrible about spending all my arrows. I pick up every arrow I see, mm-hmm. but like the, I'll take the fire fruit, and like I, have w- lit a, I've lit a fire because I didn't want to mess with flint using my bow and arrow mm-hmm. a few times now, <laughs> which is so wasteful resource wise. That's how I lit
2: the fire to get the master sword in Breath of the Wild when I did that trick. I was like, oh, I'm like, <laughs> I don't, like, I have wood and I have fire arrows. Let me do this. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. lit up half the forest, like, trying to do that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, no, the game feels really fresh. I don't feel like I'm playing Breath of the Wild. Nice. Um, it, it definitely feels like a sequel, but I don't feel like I'm... The map, even though it's the same map, doesn't feel like I'm playing this exact same map. It's yeah, it's, like, cool so
1: expanded. And, like, things that were in the first map of Breath of the Wild, like, I go back to those places where, like, maybe they're really hard or there was, like, some particular thing there, and it's, like, t- usually totally different. There's, like, the architecture a lot of times is the same, but then you'll just have like different enemies or different stuff. Mm. Or in the cases where there's the same thing, like I, I went back to the uh the spring of courage today, for example. And um I'm like, cool, the same thing that's here was is, is still here. And you actually have to do something somewhat similar to Breath of the Wild, but I think is actually pretty cool. But there's kind of a spin on it and it opens up new content. And so oh, I think that's, that's cool. Awesome. It's so, like, there's always still reason to explore, even if you've played Breath of the Wild. Like, there's always still reason mm-hmm. to explore. Um, yeah. Like, the plateau
0: will try to kill you now.
1: It's crazy. <laughs> I've, like, not gone back. I, I went there once, and I started a quest midway through, but I didn't realize it was a quest. So I, like, went too far. Like, I missed an entrance. I don't know what <laughs> I did, but I missed a quest start, and then they're like, oh, you need to go back and do this, and I'm like, screw this, I'm not going back, I just got all the way here, goodbye, and then I just, like, leave, and I'm like, I'll come back to it maybe way later. But, but that's what's good about this game, is what I'm realizing, the more I play, even the things I don't want to do, like, I don't really want to do temples right now. And there's um, stuff like the plateau, I don't really want to do the plateau right now. There's literally so much other content that you could do that by the time I finish another the request line or finish another close set or get another cool item that i want i've totally like forgotten about that thing <laughs> i was mad about so i'm actually having way more fun <laughs> with the game than i had at the beginning because i'm sort of learning how to deal with the frustrate- frustrations i had like with the send and ultra hand they're still kind of there sometimes but i've sort of learned to mitigate that and and sort of temper my expectations a little bit Um, and then in times in which I feel like I'm just gonna, like, rage quit or just be really mad, I'm like, well, I'm just gonna leave this and come back to it, like, 20 hours later, because there's 20 hours worth of content between (laughs) these things. That's what what I did with Elden Room. When I got frustrated
2: at something or I got stuck somewhere, I was like, okay, let me take a break and go do this.
0: Yeah, exactly. time sync is crazy. I spent, I think, two hours today for a mayoral election. Oh, yeah, I did that. Yeah, there's no combat. (laughs) It's
1: it's fun, though. I don't know. You're kind of helping the people. I spent so much time on it. Although the world is, like, ending. You're like, why are you guys electing a mayor when the world's ending? But whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: It was a ton of fun. I really enjoyed doing all that. But it was, like, all these little side quests and things that were so... It it felt very much about the town and not about the entire... um, Like you said, the world's ending. And then there was this kind of, like, pocket of, like two hours of gameplay that i probably didn't need to be two hours i'm slow but <laughs> uh <laughs> but uh it, yeah i mean you can spend hours doing kind of whatever you want in this game in a lot of ways it's cool <laughs> the other game that i've been playing is Chain echoes of course for oh, yeah. the twitch streams and uh, so the game opened up you get the you get a you get an airship the max spoilers up, yeah and you get the mechs that I've talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all kind of in the beginning of the game. Like, they kind of tell you that you'll get there at some point. It felt very Need for Speed Most Wanted. You have the nicest car in the game, and then you yeah lose that car immediately.
2: Or Metroid. Uh,
0: but the game opening up has made it, like, incredibly difficult to navigate. It- it's cool because you can get in your suit and then all these things that were, like, corridor maps for you in the beginning, you now just fly over them. Oh, wow. Yeah, and... It- that felt really good for a little bit until I needed to like get somewhere specific, <laughs> and I didn't know how to get there. Oh wow! <laughs> um, I found out like I'd end up googling it because I was I was Twitch streaming and it was taking forever, and no one wants to see me literally walk in circles. Yeah. Um, and so that's been a big complaint that I've seen a lot of other people have was when you the next suit game kind of falls apart a little bit. Hmm, um, yeah, I'm hoping that won't be the case. There's a bunch of side quest things that I don't really want to do, and I really enjoyed how. Uh, streamlined the game was it was like point a to point b mm. it was great for streaming because of that because i could there was always a story beat happening yeah uh, and now it's it's got this kind of situation where i can do whatever but i don't want to do whatever because i've been playing half a game where i was invested in a story yeah um so i don't know it's a weird spot i gotta give it another give it another go and see if i can kind of streamline it myself and get where i need to be and not have to like recruit all these people that they want me to recruit mm-hmm. um humorous still wonderful in that game Hmm. um there was a what what happened this lady said something and then my character was like are you a fortune teller and she was like how did you know that are you a fortune teller (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) the humor is just like that constantly it's uh it's wonderful it's a fun game nice um oh it did get finally dark oh Uh, yeah. yeah there was we were joking about it uh, which made it so much worse oh shoot um, so I will I'm gonna put this out on the in the podcast people know what was going on so this guy was like uh he's like you better be careful around here or we're gonna put you with the rest of the uh, bodies on the wall uh-uh. and like I walk by this wall and there are no bodies <laughs> so I was like wow they did a poor job of you know putting the bodies on the wall um and so me and then um someone in the chat were just like Joking about how it was like this throwaway line that really didn't matter Uh-oh, oh, oh okay, no and I walk by and like so kind of be aware of this it is a rated m for mature game it is pixel art uh but there were literally just like people hanging from the walls not even like put on spikes or anything um, Oof. by ropes with like a mask over their head um and it was a very like <laughs> I, I'm almost a little nervous for the rest of this game if it's gonna like continue to have this dark turn yeah Um. everyone said that the game was dark <laughs> but it had it mo- had its moments and it hadn't really been too gruesome yet mm. um but that caught me real quiet and real uh' You're like okay somber for a moment I was not prepared yeah. like, I got almost turned the like the the game capture off for a minute wow yeah so be aware the game uh, apparently does get Gruesome.
2: Those places. Wow.
0: Yeah. I was not prepared for it. I thought it was a throwaway line and that's how the rest of the game's been. It's just like like, Oh, that's dark. But you don't really like see anything, so you don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, almost right up with that. That was a that was a moment. And it was such a happy town. (laughs) That was the worst part, is like the town was so cool before that. It was like there was a festival there. Anyways uh lj what have you been playing
2: yeah um so the other things i kind of been seriously been playing um i'm not allowed to talk about the full game yet but i can talk about the open beta Uh, i have been playing a lot of street fighter 6 um the open beta was was great um i mean there was some uh issues they kind of had to work out at first i think um, like matchmaking and stuff wasn't there for the first couple hours Um, but it's fun. It's a really fun game. I think this is the most accessible entry to Street Fighter ever. Um, Oh, let's go! I made the joke that there's this, um, uh, this drive parry button, and it's basically, I call it the press to die button. Because Uh, there's this drive gauge you have, and so if you hold it down and time it right, you can do, like, a perfect parry. Or if you hold it down for a minute, you can at least parry a few attacks until your drive gauge gets burned out. And so it's like, and it does this just thing that I'm like, yeah, let's straight up press the digo because they can throw a bunch of hits at you and you can hold the button down and block like a, a whole combo that way. Wow. Uh um, Oh, cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then they also have another thing. Uh, I don't know if it's called like a drive art or a drive, drive something. They That's the kind of tagline term. But it's basically another thing where if you hit it, at the right time it basically breaks through whatever that your opponent's doing and it's like a hard hit it's kind of like the parries they've been having the last couple games but there's literally these moments where it kind of does this like art like graffiti style thing it's a very they really bring the street to street fighter in this in this um game it's very graffiti urban style so there's just like one parry move you can do or this one counter move where um, if both of you hit it at the same time, or you vice versa, like you can actually um, like counter that. But if you hit it at the same time, they both do this thing where they hit each other's fists or do whatever, and they like step back. So it's kind of it's this really cool like artistic effect. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, uh, but it's fun. It's it's neat. Um, they do have like a modern control style for people that you know aren't aren't used to the Street Fighter controls. Um, I think it's uh it's gonna be cool. I think there's gonna be more people playing Street Fighter uh, than ever. Um, so I'm excited. I think. Uh, well, we haven't decided what we're gonna do about Memorial Day yet. But next time we do record an episode, I will be able mm-hmm. to talk about the full game, um, and my review will be up by then. So exciting! Um, cool. It's super cool. Yeah, and it's it's really it's really cool for us to get a, something like that from. A capcom rep early you know like a lot of times you know we'll get stuff the same day um you know as it comes out or whatever but th- we've got an early opportunity on this one so mm-hmm. um yeah it's always it's always a win for geeks under grace when when this kind of thing happens as much as i'm enjoying the game i'm stoked you know that it's a win for the whole organization yes um <laughs> Yeah, and then the other thing I've been playing that's been super scary um, is the Dark Pictures Anthology, The Devil and Me. Um, it's mm-hmm. something me and my buddy Spacehawk have been playing on stream. We do this multi-stream thing where we play at the same time. I've talked about the other games in the series, and after we finish this game, probably this coming week, I will have beat every Dark Pictures game. Um, super fun. Super hey, fun that's, that's really cool. Yeah, Yeah, super fun to play, play with friends and... Um, like, I played House of Ashes by myself a couple years ago, but with friends is definitely the way to play these. That's why people played, like, Until Dawn and, like, Telltale Games, like, together. And so they actually implemented actual multiplayer mechanics into these. So, yeah, that's it for what I've been playing. Cool.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll get into the gaming news then. Go ahead, LJ. All right.
2: All right. So, sticking with fighting games... I did mention that there was teasers floating around for Mortal Kombat 12, and we did actually get a trailer for what is now called Mortal Kombat 1, and basically reboots the series again. I think they've this is like the second or third reboot they've had over t- since the original. Um, it, it's basically a reset, and kind of the reset is takes place at the end of Mortal Kombat 11. Liu Kang is this like fire god now or is this like God, like time god now mm-hmm. and basically the point is like well, you can do anything you can you, basically the idea is like oh you can change whatever you want but this world is still their fate the the basically the fate of this universe is still fighting like no matter what um, yeah. It almost reminds me of like how Star Wars, they're the big thing in Star Wars. Like, oh, is the balance of the Force? There's always going to be a dark side versus a good side kind of thing. Like in the Mortal Kombat world, it's you can try to make peace all you want. They're still going to be fighting. There's still going to be um, <laughs> battle. And they allude to that in the trailer. Like Scorpion and Sub Zero are not enemies necessarily in this new universe, but you know. And then there's certain character certain storylines of characters are going to change basically because of the reset it's almost like i the best way to compare it is mortal Kombat had like a flashpoint basically at the end of 11. huh yeah yeah and uh all right then yeah so basically everything's resetting but everybody's still going to end up fighting again um and true to mortal Kombat form it's still bloody still gory so there's not really much else to say there i know they've the devs have talked a little further about what the game's going to be like and i think we still got to see gameplay so we may i wonder if we'll see some during the playstation showcase or something on wednesday which is actually happening um so we'll know what all that is the day uh, this episode drops so right yeah um the other piece of news i think is pretty uh, pretty huge is that overwatch 2's pve mode is no longer in development which was man which was the big reason that they wanted to make overwatch 2 um they were like oh yeah we're gonna have this pve thing um where you're gonna be able to like you know level up your characters across these like stages and all that um Mm -hmm. (coughs) and it was supposed to be like story content which i mean they do have like pve like events sometimes you know but like this was supposed to be like a full thing um and I guess they decided they they're canning it for whatever reason. So Overwatch Two has basically at this point become pointless um, to a lot of people because in hindsight you could have just updated the original Overwatch game.
1: Yeah, there's nothing yeah. that really um, makes this stand out anymore. It was just yeah. a big promise. Yeah, and I think uh. of
2: like Fortnite. Like you really could have like even Fort like Fortnite. They they update their engines, but it's all the same client. It's all you know, like they they happen to put it all in the same thing. Um, so it's like who's like Overwatch could have done that just as easily, probably. Um, and I think it's slightly better looking, and there's some like weather effects and other changes to these maps. But yeah, like it's it's ultimately the same game still. Um, so it's
1: depressing. Yeah, it's, I feel bad for Overwatch fans because they've gone through so much with how yep. terrible Blizzard is. Yeah. And I think this was like the one thing they're kind of pulling through. They're like, okay, Blizzard sucks. Like, not going to play any more, like, yep. Blizzard games outside of what I've been playing, kind of thing. Or, yeah. you know, oh, we're just pulling through for this one really cool mode. You know, we're mad that Over 2 Watch even exists. Like, yep. it's, but it's all going to be worth it, right? It's all going to be worth it once this PVE comes yeah. out. And then they cancel it after, what, four years? They announced it four years ago? Yeah. Man. Yep. <laughs> That's and so it, disappointing.
2: Uh, I think the thing that sucks, too, is, like, for me, for players that, like, I would love to get back in there, and, but it's, like, it's one of those things, too, that, like, the all the heroes are locked off season by season as well. They were a thing you had to earn each season. So, it's, this is not the only thing that Overwatch 2 has gotten some flack for. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just, it's a game I haven't been back to in a while, um, and this this does kind of suck for those dedicated pe- people, so yeah that's that's kind of it Hmm.
0: (laughs) yeah well we get into the uh movies we've been watching then i don't think i saw any movies so uh go ahead lj um i didn't watch
2: the whole thing i watched most of it um but i wanted to catch extraction because i believe there is a sequel coming to netflix i think this summer um and I liked what I watched so far. Um, it's it's Chris Hemsworth, right? Yeah, typical action movie. Um, it feels mm-hmm. this is definitely one of those movies where I'm like, oh yeah, if Call of Duty was, we don't need Call of, a Call of Duty movie or anything like that because this is it. You know, like yeah, <laughs> stuff like stuff like this and like Black Hawk Down and stuff like there's just movies that I'm like, oh yeah, like it's totally like Call of, like this is like what, watching the Call of Duty movie. Um, that dude racks up a kill count, like which just dude definitely got some kill streaks up in there. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I liked it. It was a fun action movie, um, but I wanted to at least catch it before the sequel came out, because um, I'm like, oh, it must be decent enough that they made a sequel, that they decided to make a sequel. Um, so yeah, it's not really much else to say about it. It was fun.
0: Cool. Um, I remember it being really hard to understand them talking in that movie. For yes. Reason.
2: So, oh, I've become one of these people, right? Where I'm sorry if anybody is listening to this. I've st- I have started watching movies, well, at least on Netflix, with captions on. Because oh, yeah. oh, I yeah. feel like I cannot hear a dang thing. Like, I was watching Prisoners. I mean, that's that's a quiet movie in, in itself. But then in Extraction,
0: I was like, I cannot hear what's going on. I had to turn the volume up to yeah, like... That and Tenet, for me, are like two of the hardest movies to ever I had understand. to turn
2: the volume up to like 20. <laughs> just to like... Captions out to you. I'm, like, I'm so excited
0: for amazon's like that's why we dialogue thing yeah
1: it's like people Super aren't amazing. it's 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 one more accessible to those who are hard of hearing anyway yeah. which is like really really big but mm. i think so many people are so just like they can't like for me like i really do also need like subtitles most of the time to be able to really mm-hmm. comprehend what the heck's going on and like audio isn't enough for me a lot of times i don't know if it's just that I'm bad at paying attention or what but i think it I'm really is the audio mixing you. It's so mm-hmm. quiet that, like, so much at the
0: time yeah there's like stuff in the back of the movie like it's kind of someone's like saying something you know that you're not really supposed to hear it's just kind of noise, oh. but you get mm-hmm. it in the caption
1: yeah that's true like that's that true and you're like oh like, that's yeah, like i never would have heard that <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: i noticed that we were watching the creed movies and we had the captions on i think because the captions are on for whatever we were watching before it. And uh, um, Sylvester Stallone Rocky says something like that you would have never heard while they're fighting. Yeah. Because yeah, you're watching them fight and hearing the punches and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Captions, captions are cool. If I can get dialogue to be just, like, amplified on everything. Yeah. That's why I'm turning the sound up. I'm not turning the sound up to hear explosions. Mm-hmm. i turn the sound up because I can't flip
2: and hear them what they're saying.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> well uh and then shelly you watch something
1: yeah um i think well. i mentioned it last week we're kind of we're kind of watching harry potter again um yes. some of the movies <laughs> okay. i don't know if i mentioned last week i think we did watch the third one but we watched the first one, fourth one this week um and this again i don't really have much to say about it other than we we don't need a show <laughs> yeah. we don't need a show yes i know there's a ton of stuff they cut from the movies from the books that's and, like, like some of that stuff would have been cool to see. Yeah. Like, for example, like, the fourth book, uh, it's a movie, for example. Uh, I, I always mention to my husband when we're watching, I'm like, oh, you know, there's actually just supposed to be, like, this cool Sphinx in the last, like, trial. Who, like, does this, like, whole riddle thing, right? And, and that's, like, kind mm-hmm. of a cool thing that they miss in the movie. But, I just, the movies do justice to the books they do it good enough they do it really well the actors really do a great job it's iconic in its own way and you can still love the books and love the movies for different reasons too kind of like me you know we don't need a show (laughs) we don't need a show we don't need it please stop stop it now just watch the movies again and you'll be happy like i'm sorry if you're a huge harry potter fan who's like super duper looking forward to, to a show to be totally true to the books um, they're still not going to be true to the books, I'm sure. There's still going to be some weird crap that J.K. Rowling or someone's going to add or take away or change or do. And maybe just read the books again.
2: I've not met anybody excited for that show yet, so... Uh, yeah,
1: I... Uh, I'm more excited for the Twilight show, if yeah, anything. I mean, yeah, like,
2: <laughs> that could probably... Yeah, that could benefit from the show. From a show, I think.
1: Yeah, exactly. But I just... I don't know. I... Maybe I'm rare. I feel like I'm not of, of someone who likes Harry Potter, who does love the books, but also really loves the movies and knows that we don't need a show. We don't need more content. I, I really don't think I'm alone in that. I think I'm a big majority, actually. But still kind of interesting to think about. It's just it's just fun and nostalgic. And it's fun because I know Harry Potter so well that I could just be hearing what's going on or kind of like seeing one scene. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is what's happening and can just sort of explain it and like quote along with it. My husband's mm. the same way for Lord of the Rings. So, like, he's got Lord nice. of the Rings. We're watching Lord of the Rings. He's got it all on lock. Um, and then for Harry Potter, like, mm-hmm. I got it all on lock. So that's kind of a fun thing we can we kind of um, experience together. But anyway, really not mm-hmm. much to say about that other than uh, Harry Potter's fun. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
0: cool. Well, we get into the movie news then. Um, yeah, so... I actually, actually think... Because we got two sort of reboot
1: potential um, things to talk about. So I think I'm first going to talk about the non-reboot thing. And also, first of all, technically one of these is Disney, but it doesn't really feel like Disney. None of these are MCU. Like, we got some actually interesting news today, in mm. my opinion. So we got a trailer, finally, for Five Nights at Freddy's, um, which is like... I knew the movie was coming out. I think we all knew that, you know, they kept saying, "Like, oh, this movie's coming out. We're making a movie. We're making a movie. And I'm like, are they actually making a movie? Like, I hadn't heard about it. But they yeah. finally have a trailer. And it just looks, it just, it's beautiful, right? It just looks like it's going to be some cheesy, it looks, like, it if, looks solid for what it is. Yeah. And if someone has never played the games or heard of the games, they're just going to see this and be like, oh, evil animatronics at a pizza restaurant. Cool. Cool. And that's all it's going to be, and it's going to be great. But also, also Josh Hutcherson is my boy. I love that man. I love him. Ever <laughs> since, like, Bridget Terabithia dude, like, and Hunger Games all the way through. Yes. I, I really like, it's like, and I haven't seen him in a long time, so I don't really think about him that often, but I'm actually... Yeah, I haven't seen him in a lot. I'm time. actually really excited that he's in this movie. I don't know if I should be, but, like... I'm really excited to see him. I'm like happy because I'm just like oh, it's Josh Hutcherson
2: who was talking about the movie and he's like come on y'all know him being in this movie. We all know Pita isn't going to die. Like come on.
1: It's true actually. <laughs> um I think it could also for the for the fans of Five Nights at Freddy's out there, I don't know. Maybe they'll throw on some cool lore or something. I don't know. I feel like they'll throw a bone in that way. I just think I it's know. gonna be fun and it's probably gonna be stupid and cheesy. But the so are the games, right? Like I just think they, yeah. they don't need to try very hard. Um, they just need to. Already, it looks like they got the concept down. They really don't need much more than that. Um, and I think I do want to see it just because I do love. Like again, I'm one of those hyper- hypocritical people who's never played in the games, but like is a fan just because I watched so much YouTube of it. Um, I'll probably go watch a movie, even though I hate scary movies. I might just, like, scream. I don't know. Jump yeah. scares. I hate, I I really, that's why I don't play these games. Is I hate jump scares. I'm not a jump scare person. Um, but there's probably gonna be jump scares in this movie, and I might oh, yeah. just try to tolerate it. So, we'll see. Because at least I know what's coming. It's gonna be the Freddy scream. Ah, you know? Freddy screaming. So. Um... <laughs> yeah, fun. and that's coming out, uh, oh frick, I don't remember when. I think it's like around Halloween. I think it's October. Um, yeah. Which is pretty cool. I like that a lot. So we actually have another s- sort of spooky movie coming out. Also kind of silly. More on the silly side, though. Transitioning to this reboot section. So we're actually getting a reboot of Haunted Mansion. Um, yeah. It looks, it looks really good. fun. Yeah. and I, I actually really like the... Didn't know
0: I needed it, but... It looks okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I don't know if we need it either. And I think it's coming out yeah. this summer, which is, like, really odd timing, I think. Like, kind of weird timing, but whatever. I didn't um, think the original
2: was bad, like you were saying. Like, I didn't think the original was
1: necessarily I like the original. But I also love Eddie Murphy, and we'll be talking about it a little bit later. Um, I love Eddie Murphy. He is also one of my favorite, like, actors, at least, like, comedian sort of actors. Like, any movie he's in is just a good movie, Yeah, kind of. Or he's never the bad part in any movie. Like, he always just makes it better. He carries the movie. Um, so, and so it's kind of sad not seeing any Murphy, for, for example, but, um, we have Robert De Niro, so I guess that makes up for it. <laughs> I'm like, why is Robert De Niro? No, what is he doing here? So, um, anyway, I just think that's kind of crazy. But, um, sorry, why is I say Robert De Niro? I meant Danny DeVito. Italian names, they're all the same. Danny DeVito. Um, <laughs> sorry, Italians, were listening. I was like, oh. I meant Danny DeVito. <laughs> um... But what is he doing here? I don't know. He's being funny, being goofy. Uh, I think that's pretty great, but also very much out of left field. I was just like, do we really yeah. need a another Haunted Mansion? But okay, I mean, there's yeah. worse things to make another movie on, I guess. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. And Owen ride, Wilson's also right? in it.
0: They did the pirate thing, or the not the pirate thing, the uh, Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: they did do Jungle Cruise. Um, but yeah, Owen Wilson's also in it. So that's also good news.
0: I don't know the act the the
1: acting lineup looks fun, which makes me yeah. think this is probably gonna be a nice fun movie. I also love the Muppets Haunted Mansion. There's a there's a Muppets Haunted Mansion too. Oh yeah. Um, it's funny because like my husband, he grew up uh, watching a lot of Muppets, and I really didn't. I mean, I always liked Muppets, but I really didn't watch much um, Muppets at all. But he grew up watching haunted mansion muppets haunted mansion i grew up watching regular haunted mansion with like eddie murphy and so he got to show me the muppets haunted mansion i was like oh there's like these references you know these connections and then like vice versa too and i showed him the eddie murphy one he's like oh that uh, muppets mayhem came out i've heard it's good oh heck yeah yeah i forgot about that um anyway so that's cool and fun and more reboots with eddie murphy Eddie Murphy might be Jacques Couzeau in a Pink Panther reboot, which again, I feel like on the show I'm always like super anti reboots. Generally speaking, I'm very anti reboots. I'm like, we don't need more nostalgia bait. We don't need any more of this. I think
0: make something new. Like
1: Haunted Mitch is kind of like a okay. It doesn't hurt anybody. It's like I'm not feeling passionate about it. Pink Panther, I I love Pink Panther. That's why as soon as I shared (laughs) that link
2: as soon as I saw that, I was like, Oh yeah, like
1: yeah, I I love the original yeah. movies, and I also love the Stephen Martin movies, and I'm actually all about another reboot. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's because it's a comedy. I don't know what it is, but I'm okay with a reboot for Pink Panther. Um, maybe I just feel like he doesn't get have enough love or something. Um, mm. But, like, I grew up watching a lot of those movies, and the cartoons that, like, kind of came with it. We had, like, this big disc of, like, a bunch of the original movies, but also, like, cartoons that had, like, I Pink remember Panther. the cartoons. Yeah. yeah. Those were really fun. And then, yeah, then, like, the Stephen Martin ones came out, and because my parents were already already fans of the originals. We watched those, and I still just love... At least that first movie, I'll still, like, watch occasionally. So I think it'd be really great to have another Pink Panther movie, and I think Eddie Murphy also would be a perfect Jacques Couzeau. I think it'd be so Mm -hmm. fun. I think it'd be so awesome. And, like, he could put his own spin on it. I think... Yeah, I'm just... I don't get excited about reboots, but if he... It's it's not confirmed. Also. Right, yeah. And it's not confirmed, but, like... He he's talking about it, and I think that'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. We just need Beyonce back in this one too. Just bring her <laughs> back. Um. Anyway, that's that's all we got for movie news. Just yeah, reboots and fun trailer, and surprisingly nothing to rant about.
0: Yeah, yeah, crazy, Dang. <laughs> insane. A big. Enemy. Uh, we'll get into uh TV then the. Only thing that I've watched that's worth mentioning, I guess, is probably I finished Titans. Uh-huh. How uh, was it?
2: Nice. Uh,
0: <laughs> it's, uh, I like the show. The last two episodes are probably the series finale. I don't think that's been confirmed, but I don't think it's been greenlit or not. Oh. Greenlit, and, uh, I doubt they're going to make more with James Gunn going forward. Dang. It also ended yeah. in a way that felt very like, hey, we know that this is coming to close they set it up to where they could come together if they needed to Mm -hmm. but don't really yeah it was it it felt like a series but not but i've always said that the show feels like a web series with a huge budget yeah Yeah. so brother blood big bad guy at the end of this yeah and he's wearing this mask uh and it's this like spake skull mask that goes over it literally looks like it's from spirit
1: what i think
0: i think it would have been fine Except that he like, you can see the elastic.
2: <laughs> oh no! no like,
0: way. for the back of that. And if this is like a magically appearing mask. It's not like he just uh, decided to put it on. It's terrible. Uh, and he takes it off, and you can see the strap hanging off the mask. There's no oh, way, no, bro. That's bad. That's bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love the show so much. For things like, like it's just so cheesy. Like, it feels like a web series. Uh, that's totally something that, like a YouTube show would do. Um. The worst part about it too is that like he took off the mask and you saw it, but uh, he wears a hood in like four scenes over, and okay. you can't see the um, elastic strap.
2: Mm.
0: I don't know, like. Man, you, they could have just thrown the hood on him the entire time, and like you could see the skull mask, and it would have looked really cool. And no one would have. I was totally taken out of the show. <laughs> <laughs> this stupid elastic strap he's wearing. <sighs> All their other costumes look so nice. It's um, <laughs> it's a strap. It's so it's so trapped. <laughs> 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 it was indeed a trap. Uh, no it, 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 I mean, I feel like you they picked it up from Spirit Halloween. They might. Have. Oh my gosh! If not, they bought like a skull. Sc- oh, skull. We forgot this
2: mask. Like, Let's costume. go
1: pick one up, dude. Yeah, that's awful. They probably
0: tried painting it, maybe, and they're like, "We can't wow. paint it. We gotta go. Let's go get." something from spirit or from some like halloween store and then maybe cut it a little bit like so that it was original i don't know they might not have even done that it might literally be something from spirit um it was this plasticky like painted mm. um <laughs> it's so funny That's but nice. there is a really cool scene um of like i don't think anyone cares about the of this they fight bad guys uh um, fight bad right, guys oh we, my yeah, gosh i had no so, idea Of robin and nightwing like fighting together um that's cool Against brother blood and it looks so cool uh regardless of how dumb he looks like you just got robin and nightwing fighting together uh and that's what the show is is just a bunch of like things that geeks want to see um thrown into the best they can story
1: nice yeah
0: i still say Really sad about the guy that plays Superboy. Um, mentioned that before, but i it's really a bummer that he was in this and that he wasn't just cast in James Gunn's younger Superman, because the actor is really good and looks like the perfect young Superman. <laughs> it's a bummer, but fun show. Um, just be prepared for the really cheesy uh, this that happens every once in a while. <laughs> they had like a Black Panther Esque, um i can't remember his name um he's a guardian of the red uh and it felt like right value uh, black panther like it was oh. like they were trying <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: no <laughs> it's so oh, cheesy no. i
0: love this show um so yeah that's that's where that is at it's probably over oh and i'm okay with that it's time for it to end <laughs> it's time rest
1: in peace titans rest in peace yeah.
0: It was a fun ride. Um, fun. That said, season three was probably the best. So you have to watch a couple of, like, meh seasons to get to a really good season. And, and then this it season ends. was also... You know,
2: just meh. Uh, pour one out for the rest of the homies. Uh, I think Flash yeah. had its final episode this past week. Oh, too, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, since we're sending CW off... CW is almost Since done. we're sending
2: off Titans, let's send off <laughs> everything else. Yeah, Yeah.
0: It's the end of DC as we know it. Uh, yeah, crazy. I guess we have Aquaman still.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I've heard uh, that's terrible. Yeah.
0: Um, Blue Beetle supposed to be the new universe.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm kind of excited for the new universe. I am too. Yeah. yeah. I'm look. I have high hopes. That's my biggest thing is Brandon Thwaites, uh, who played Nightwing, and and he's getting a little too old now. So maybe not. But then the guy that played Superboy. Uh, they're kind of like would be perfect for this new universe they're making. Uh, they're both great actors and just got put in a really bad show. Mm. Um, but the guy that's playing Robin right now, he's playing Tim Drake. He was in the new Batman movie, so oh
1: yeah, oh. it was really confusing
0: and weird. Yeah, so maybe they have a chance for for the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, LJ, what have you been? What have you been watching?
2: Yeah, um, so I've been watching more Rebels, which is really good. Um, Thrawn is a really cool character so far. I've, I'm curious to see more of him. Um, the dude is a tactician and just is waiting for this ultimate plan. And it's just like that's the part that's keeping my me on the edge of my seat with Rebels. I'm like, like, so, ooh, like what's this dude got going? You know, like he's everything he does is. For a very specific reason. And just I I enjoy watching that character. Um, I think I'm not quite into season 4 yet. But I'm getting there. Um, There's things unfolding. um, I think since I'm towards the end of season 3. The other show. I I didn't initially list it on here. But I kind of want to report that. um, I hate to say this. But Ted Lasso has been a really rough season. Uh, Like it's the third season. Is this most recent? Yes. And I think uh, this. Heard uh, that. Yeah. Um, It just feels like they have all these plot lines that, like, it doesn't feel like it was, it doesn't feel as original. It feels like, I don't know if somebody said, hey, we need to have these things. Like, I don't know if it was a studio demand or what. And um, it just is kind of weird because the most recent episode felt like it was cleaning stuff up that were like, I'm like, okay, y'all just had all this stuff happen this season and now you're cleaning it up. So a lot of it feels pointless. Um, it kind of sucks because the show is so wholesome and it's been so good. There have been really good episodes this season, but I think this season has been an extreme... It's been a mess. It's And it's sad because this show deserves better than that. I think there's only two more episodes left. Um, but yeah, it kind of feels like... I don't know if, what the deal was or what happened behind the scenes, but... Um, just didn't feel like you got to let the writers do if, if it doesn't feel like the writers got to write um i guess or at least unfortunately yeah i mean to me it's like they didn't get they weren't they were no longer able to make the show that they had been making for the last two seasons um, um i don't know I mean, it's just it's, it's a bummer but i i hope it wraps up nice with two more episodes left um but other than that, the first two seasons are great. I still recommend the first two seasons uh, without a doubt. So, um, But I will report on the show. I just it, I realized that it had been a few weeks since I've talked about it. But that's kind yeah. of like... I haven't, really been that, I haven't really been that excited about it. I've just been like, ooh, what are we, something's going on here. I don't like it. Um, but yeah, I'll report back when the show actually wraps up. And um, give more thoughts on that. So yeah, that's where I'm at with cool. Ted Lasso.
0: Summer, yeah we'll get into the tv news then um so netflix both of our news is netflix let me (laughs) talk about the weird one first i think it's a good thing i'm kind of excited about it but uh arnold schwarzenegger is the cao which is the uh chief action officer Uh, rad job title it's just like I don't know. Like, did they make that up? Uh, prob- or I that mean, honestly, he probably,
1: out? like, walked up and said, Hey, I I want to do stuff for you. And they're like, Well, we're going to make you a position because we definitely <laughs> want you to work for us. We're going to make, we're ma- we'll make a way. And then this is their way. Yeah. Some yeah. weird it has to be gig. chief. Something. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. It, it's not even chief, I, it's just consulting action officer. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they're like, CAO. <laughs> um, but he's just going to be like, working on the action of films i guess um but he's chief so i'm assuming that he's just like okay and consulting like you said action mm-hmm. of films mm-hmm. what they need to do so we'll uh we'll see how it all kind of like works out uh
2: it, it makes me think of like movies i was just talking about like extraction and stuff like that like they you know and other action stuff they do yeah, yeah.
0: So, i mean yeah. if he was kind of in on that that would be cool yeah um we'll we'll see i don't know they made like a whole promo and he gets out of his <laughs> yeah and announces that he's which i guess is actually it, it's cool we'll see how how it all plays out later on yeah. probably in a few years probably won't see anything for a while that he has his hands in
2: yeah
0: uh, but something we don't have to wait for for long is dragon prince season five comes out in july that's
1: so soon and yeah Crazy. I mean, just in comparison to like how long we had to wait for this last season. Yeah. I um... was prepped. I wasn't thinking about it. But now <laughs> I'm gonna start thinking about it. If it's that soon. Even though as terrible as it sounds, I already kinda don't remember the last season, even though it wasn't that long ago. Like I do if I had to if you were at ask me, I'd probably be able to figure it out like I think they go to the Earth place. Yeah, they do that. <laughs> Earth place. PTSD. Yes. Uh, Kind of questionable writing sometimes. I remember that. (laughs) But it wasn't too bad. People were really mad. and I didn't like it that much, but I think there was a lot more hate than it needed. It was fine. It was a fine season. Just okay. Like every other season. Mm -hmm. Like season three was really, really good, I think, but...
0: Season three was great. Yeah, I thought so, at least. I think it's these story arcs though like they kind of build up and so um it's not doing what voltron did because voltron was more and more amazing every season um but i have a feeling that it's crash and burn oh yeah uh yeah voltron was great though uh but i i'm assuming or hoping i guess what'll happen with this is that uh last season was kind of weak and then it'll build up to a third season that's really good again um six and then kind of go back well is there only six or they're nine they're nine right good question i don't know can't remember anyways i think they're doing what uh marvel's doing unintentionally they're kind of like you know you gotta start start low set the reset the bar i think they do yeah i wonder if that previous season
2: was a victim of covid as well like i wonder if
0: yeah. That's mm-hmm. a good long, deal. They waited so long. <laughs> I think that was part of the reason, too, is we waited so long, and that's all we got. Yeah. Kinda...
1: Yeah, that's why...
0: Three months later, we would be like, oh, cool. This
1: one's kind of sneaking under the radar a little bit. Like, a, oh, it's coming out in a couple months. Like, we're, we don't have as much time to, like, get super hyped or super, like, ex- like have all these mm-hmm. set expectations. We're just going to watch it, and it's probably going to feel better than the first one, even if quality-wise, if it's similar level, it's mm-hmm. going to be a lot... Easier to take in just because we don't have that super duper long way. And also you yeah. don't have a, another graphic novel, hopefully, that's between seasons that you have to know for <laughs> some reason that they don't explain. I think they did release another graphic <laughs> novel actually, but I think it's um that's terrible. I think it's a like super in the past. I think it's about Claudia like as a child. And so it's one of those things oh, where uh. it's like, I don't think that's gonna be necessary. Like it's not like something that mm. happens in between seasons. Um but anyway it's got a lot more going for it than the first one did already
0: like stranger things i think did that successfully we had to wait forever for stranger things and that last season was absolutely really good it's true it's kind of got the opposite and they were like we're spending all this money on the show you need to hurry up and just get it done and kind of set it up set it out without um I didn't feel like I had a lot of love that last season.
1: Yeah, and I think you're right. I think they're trying to set up things, but setting up things isn't always that entertaining to watch um, or read for that matter. It's actually, you know, i talk about how I've been reading Rhythm of War and I'm almost done. I'm only like 10 and a half hours till the end of the book. So yes, Mm. by Brick Sanderson levels, that's almost done. (laughs) But (laughs) this book has been a struggle for me because it has been a ton of setup and a ton of setup and a ton of setup. And it almost feels like the whole book is a setup. Uh, for the next mm. book, which because they're only going to he's only going to be doing one or two more books in the series for Sterling Archive. I, I don't remember if he's doing five or six, but he's doing one of them. Um, and this book feels just like a bunch of setup for future books. And so that's why it's like, well, listen, I get it. it's important. And there's also a lot of flashbacks to this one character I don't care about about backstory that I don't care about. That's just sort of like... <laughs> kind of annoying to read through and but again i have to sort of acknowledge like yes this is for the setup and if we don't have this it's going to make things really confusing and bad like mm-hmm. if this is going to be worth it but sometimes you kind of have to get through that crap but it still doesn't make it super enjoyable to read slash watch it's just it just puts more pressure on the future because then if it mm. doesn't pay off then it feels like wasted time if it pays off then you're kind of like okay well we had to get through it but we we did yeah. it and it was worth it but if it doesn't pay off then it yeah it's just a waste of time and then kind of annoying to everybody so yeah so hopefully that's not the case for this hopefully it's better than that yeah Yeah. just a
0: couple months we'll know we'll know more (laughs) hopefully it continues to get better Uh, but that is all of the news uh we can get out about anything else this week
2: yes i do have something um yeah go for it so um i'm not sure how many uh, listeners are familiar with nerd of godcast um Mm -hmm. I was asked to uh, do some of their daily nerd devos, um, and basically, um, uh, Ryan Felton is kind of the leader of that. He kind of runs that. Um, Cody was on a nerd of Godcast episode, and I was as well, um, with like a roundtable of other Christian mm-hmm. like podcasters. And Tony uh, yeah, he was on our yeah, oh, and cool. Tony I'll T. Yep, he was on our uh, level up event. And so yeah. um, I did. I did one this week. Um, he asked me about it, like on Thursday or Friday, I think. And um, I uh, recorded one. <coughs> and um, basically, though it's a three little three minute thing. They put one, I think, every day of the like week, um, except for like weekends. Mm-hmm. But basically, mine was on um, the scripture "Walk by faith, not by sight," and okay. talked about how two of my favorite characters uh, talked about two of my favorite characters, Cyclops and Daredevil how they are technically you know you know they have to you know face challenges and certain things that other don't hear, other heroes don't have to face you know they do technically have technical superpowers but they'll ha- also have this disability that i relate to and yeah I, I, app- I apply that to scripture you know it's a little three minute thing if y'all want to go give it a listen um please do i've posted it everywhere on social media i plan to do more though because it, um it was really fun and then i really want to I really want to do more, and it's kind of what Geeks Under Grace does a a lot in our content as well, just in written form. But um, you can Mm -hmm. literally wake up and listen to one for a few minutes, and it could be about anything you geek out about. You just got to see what the topic is for the day. So it was really cool to be a part of that. Yeah, it's
0: awesome. Thank you. Thanks
1: for plugging that. Very good.
0: Speaking of plugging, I totally, we didn't even talk about uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, yeah. We, oh. we talked about the, the movie scott uh coffin <laughs> yeah yes cut that yes. Lj <laughs> uh we have an interview with scott coffin on our website i we, i meant to plug that earlier i forgot it um it's an old older interview yeah um back when he had first made the game and uh he had contacted us yeah so he contacted us and then uh kind of disappeared for a while yeah um yeah it's uh it's a good interview we got me.
2: we got name dropped in game theory as well and did you know gaming uh with matpat yeah that was cool
0: it no one else could get a hold of scott yeah. except for us and yeah. so we were the kind of the only source and this is way back when nobody knew who geeks of grace was yeah so yeah Was was really cool awesome mm-hmm yeah, I just remembered that. <laughs> Anyways, it's a good. Point. Well, the podcast there. Yeah. <laughs> Shelly, where can they find you at? You can
1: find me on Twitter at theshockshock24.
0: And LJ.
2: You can find me everywhere on social media at LJ the Paladin.
0: And you can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Uh, I went on my monthly hike. It was fun. Nice. Um, Yay! To Yellow Rock, and it was an amazing, amazing view. Um... It's just a giant cliffside. It was crazy, uh, and then on twitch.tv slash Grace, uh, most Wednesdays. I won't be there this Wednesday, uh, but playing Chained Echoes. Unless it continues, to just get darker. Then I might might give it up. Unless it gets unchained. <laughs> yeah, if it starts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if it gets any worse. <laughs> yeah. I might have to. I might have to put it up. Uh, well, keep gaming. Keep praying. And God bless.
1: Bye-bye. Peace.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag G.U.G.Cast on Twitter or by joining the GUG Cast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.